Hello, welcome to the Bougie in a Backpack podcast. I'm Mackenzie from Travel Hacks Mac. I'm Angel Trin from Pennywise Traveler, and we're so excited to have you here today. Today we are talking about our first credit card. So we're going to talk through the order of what credit cards we got. And spoiler alert, I'm sure that we didn't get credit cards in the perfect order, but we hope that by sharing this with you, it can kind of teach some lessons and give you some insight into how we think about getting credit cards and some of the mistakes that we made so that you don't also make those same mistakes. You're if you're going to probably laugh about what's my first one. What is it? <laughs> so you go first. Um, back in high school, my mom added me as an authorized user for um, Sun. So like for the retail credit card. <laughs> so that's how I got my first credit card as an authorized user. Wow. That's, I know from uh, Pacific somewhere. It's such a Californian thing. <laughs> Pac Sun. Yeah. No, I used to think Pac Sun was kind of like they kind of had a little skater edge to them. I remember it was kind of the cool store. Yeah. In middle school, you could get kind of like it was kind of that beach punk kind of look. I think. Yeah. <laughs> the first card I was an authorized user on was my mom's American Express Platinum card. So I was just an authorized user. I had one of those gold cards, so I didn't get any benefits. But it was for when I studied abroad in South Africa. She was worried that if something went wrong, she wanted me to be able to have the opportunity to call concierge and have them help me out of any trouble I might get into. So that was kind of the thought behind having that and kind of just having it as a backup to get me out of if I needed to buy something with that. But yeah, they didn't really accept American Express in South Africa, but it was more just a peace of mind kind of thing. Look how bougie Mackenzie is. Like, she's getting an Amex Platinum as her first card as an authorized user. Like, look look how bougie that is. Wait, so do you, you know what the best part is? Oh, you know what the best? The best. Well, because I was an authorized user on that card, my membership date is a lot earlier than it actually is. So it shows, it looks like I've been like bougie for a long time. It looks like I've had my American Express card since I was in college, but really I didn't end up getting one until years later. So, but the year membership year on it is still from when I was in college. So, um, so whatever I call American Express for a retention offer, they'll be like, wow, you've been such a valuable customer for like, for like more than a decade. And <laughs> it makes it sound like I'm, I've been, I've lo- and I guess I have technically, but that I actually ended up canceling that card and then applying for my own American Express card years later, but it still has the original date. So whenever I get a new card, it says member since that date. So so do you know that my American Express Platinum card more than your mom does? Do you know all the benefits are on there? Does she, is she still a card holder? <laughs> she is. Yeah, she's been a card holder since the 80s. So, but I actually did teach her about Priority Pass. Yeah, I know. She's a, she's an OG. I did teach her about Priority Pass because she thought that the Platinum card only got you into Centurion Lounges and and uh, and the Escape Lounges. But I was like, no, 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 Priority Pass too, which, you know, it's not super helpful. You know, they are based out of New Jersey. So the there's not a lot of part. There's I don't think there's any Priority Pass if you're flying domestic at all and flying out of Newark, at least. I think there's a couple of. So yeah. British Airways like, more I, recently recently they added that as an option but their hours are really weird and you have to go to that terminal and it's like a whole like I've never been able to actually use that as an option but they added that like maybe a year or two, or two years ago maybe 
that you could do that. Um, yeah, I think they have Virgin Atlantic there too. Look how bougie Mackenzie is since like the eighties and stuff. You know, having that that Amex platinum. Well, her mom got the card in the eighties, but like <laughs> Mackenzie looks like she got it since I wasn't even alive. Days, you know. <laughs> Yeah, we still like it wouldn't say your mom's year, right? Because you don't grandfather, so it doesn't grandfather in the the person's original date. It goes by the date that you joined. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. So because so hers I, I was in the eighties. Credit cards. They, I thought because I thought some credit cards you get their credit history too. So like I didn't realize that like certain credit cards you um, I, I thought it was different. Like I thought some credit cards you get their their when when they add as an authorized user. You also get the other stuff too, the the credit history, but maybe not. You you kind of do, but it's but for the purpose of having a new member, you don't like you you're considered a new person, I guess. I mean, mm, at least I that's how it works for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, maybe. Oh, you know what it is? I'm thinking that I'm thinking in the terms of like when you add an authorized user, at the same time you get a credit card. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Oh. Versus like yeah. you get, getting all yeah. her whole history and stuff. Because that makes sense because on your credit report, mm-hmm. it says like authorized user and stuff or like whatever authorized user, new credit or whatever it is on there. Yeah, exactly. And you don't like, so there's a benefit to adding authorized user to in order to build credit. But I think with a charge card, so the American Express Platinum is a charge card, which means it doesn't have a limit on it. But because it doesn't have a limit, it doesn't help your credit utilization because it doesn't contribute to your credit utilization. So I actually don't think it helped me build credit that much. So I ended up canceling it, which I didn't really know anything about credit when I canceled it a couple years later. But I don't know. Maybe I would have kept it open. I don't think it really, I mean, it maybe hurt my credit history just to not have a card open as long. But I ended up getting a card, my own credit card. Two years later, I got a uh, what my local credit union, I got a credit card with them. And that, that credit card I thought was, I thought I was being so smart because I noticed that they had a rewards program. So I would buy things and then I would get cash back. It was, I was getting 1% on everything, but I was like, oh, this is cool. I'd rather put things on my credit card and get cash back than just use my debit card and get nothing, which is true, but I was only getting 1% cash back. And I also, I noticed that they had they had kind of, it's kind of like credit card offers, but it's not as good. But I remember one that I did that I, th- I was so proud of was, it's so funny because this is like stacking now, but this is what I thought, I thought I was doing so good. So the Groupon, there was an offer. It was, it wasn't an offer, but they had something where you could go into the reward system. And if you bought something with Groupon, you could get four times cash back. So I was like, oh, sweet. And I ended up doing that. And then I did one for Southwest that was like four times cash back. I did a Southwest vacation package or something like that. And ended up getting like a bunch of like it wasn't even that much though. Like now I do that for everything. I literally only will buy things if I'm getting at least four percent cap. Well, not really. Like at least two percent, but I aim for four or five percent with everything with stacking. So yeah, it's kind of funny to look back and and see how, like where I was and where I came and where I am now. I mean. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. 
Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, it's true because like, it's like Mackenzie didn't even know she was stacking before like the term existed, right? <laughs> she didn't realize, like, oh, I'm just getting cash back. But she didn't realize it was like a whole concept. Yeah. And I was only stacking one layer. So for those of you guys who are new to stacking, we do have a stacking episode a few episodes back. We I think we taped it around June or so. So you can look at that stacking episode just to get a recap. We did a stacking challenge back around June. So we talked about like... um shopping portals card linked offers credit card offers on there too so we went over like a synopsis of like stacking so if you missed out on the challenge you can still get the replays for that or you can go back a few episodes to get the podcast recap Mm -hmm. yeah that was episode three so it was one of our first episodes that we did it's actually i think it's one of our most list i think it is our most listened to episode so it's a good one there's a lot of info in there (laughs) and also i guess a little sneak peek (laughs) I I don't know I don't know if we should say this but I'm gonna say it anyway. So we we have a special deal coming up for Black Friday. We are kind of we've kind of revealed some of the details about it, but basically we're going to have all of our challenges and our courses together uh, for a special deal. So if you're interested in getting our Black Friday deal, if you sign up for our waitlist, you can get our VIP access. So you'll get a special discount before the sale even starts. So if you're interested in all of that, you can just have all that information in one place. You can learn how to stack, how to find the best travel partners, how to actually transfer your points, different strategies for credit cards and how you decide to open cards, how to deal with annual fees, all that, all that bundled together. And you can, we'll put the link in our show notes for signing up for that VIP list. Yeah, it's a very special deal for you guys. You guys would love it for that. Like, I remember when I first started travel hacking, I wish there was something like that. Because, like, in college and stuff, especially, or even like, as a young adult fresh out of college, you don't even know, like, different ways to save money. Because then, like, I think, okay, so my second credit card was a Bank of America one. And that one, they're, like, so, like, sneaky. They, like, approach you on the college campus. And then, like, the um, branch is literally across the street from the school. So, like, it was super close. So I, that was my second credit card. But, like... I, I got rid of that credit card when I got the Chase Sapphire Preferred card, but I kind of wish I kept the Bank of America card because, like, this is, like, me being dumb. I was like, I already have a credit card now. Like, I have a travel <laughs> credit card. I don't need to use the other credit card. But, you know, that's not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I know. Like, you, you use a credit card for different reasons, right? 
So like mm-hmm. for Bank of America, like I lost a credit history, and that was like my my first credit card I got by myself. So I lost a credit history on that one, and like there's certain um, things you can do with having a Bank of America Bank of America credit card, where I think it's up to like five percent cash back or so or so, but like you need the other Bank of America card to tie in with the other one. So like it's stuff mm-hmm. that you wouldn't even like no back then so like, i kind of like regretted i was like no i'm good i have a chase sapphire preferred i'll just charge everything on this credit card and that's like the dumbest thing ever because <laughs> even for me if i was trying to be smart people don't know this but i could have got a chase freedom unlimited card instead and just charge everything mm-hmm. there that's still 1.5 percent if i stay wanted to stay in a chase ecosystem you know that that's way better than one x so like, I mean, stuff like yeah. you wouldn't think about until now. And the Chase Freedom Unlimited credit card, the no annual fee one, they have like purchase protection, they have return protection. So that is like mm-hmm. a, still a good credit card for no annual fee. Yeah. Now you get GoPuff credit. Well, at least until the end of the year, <laughs> things like that. Yeah. yeah. We'll see if they extend or not. But yeah, that was me being dumb. I was like, oh, I got a Chase Sapphire Preferred <laughs> card now. I don't need to use this Bank of America card now. It's lousy. It's not cool anymore. But then you realize, oh my gosh, I messed up. I should have kept that credit card. I think you're not alone. And I think a lot of people think that you need to just pick one card and stick to it, which is kind of that. I think that also limits people from getting cards because it's not as crazy as a, com- I mean, it is a commitment to open a card, but I think you think, oh, if I'm going to open a card, this is the only airline I'm going to fly or this is the only hotel I'm going to stay at. And it's like, it's not really like you can, I mean, you'll, you'll find out we have a lot of cards and, and the second card I actually opened was the Delta Sky Miles card. And I was the longest time I was like, I know that there's this whole points and miles thing. I know that I can earn points with credit cards. I didn't really understand. I didn't really realize the magnitude of the sign up bonuses and that you could earn, like you can go and get a bunch of different sign up bonuses. So I opened the the Delta Sky Miles card because I liked Delta the most and I thought that they had a high offer because I got something in the mail and it's funny because they the airlines send so much mail they send you so many things in the mail because they just want you to get their card and then the credit card companies they also send you things in the mail but you'll get more airline stuff because the airlines make so much money off of these points and miles that you earn from the banks because they're actually they sell their miles to the bank so that you are incentivized to get a card with that bank so that it, the bank wins out and then the airline wins out, but they make so much money off that. But because of that, they have, they're incentivized to market to you and get you to open their cards, which is, I mean, here we are talking about these cards. Like we're like, you should open them because we've got a lot of benefit out of it. I'm just trying to explain why I think a lot of times you see credit card offers for specific airlines or hotels more often than you see for the banks. Because I think a lot of people know that you can get a Delta card. They know you can get United card, but they don't realize Chase Sapphire Preferred is very valuable, more valuable than the Chase United card. Or same with American Express, the Delta Sky Miles card. It's it's okay. It's not bad. Okay. Like it's not, I still have that card. It's not bad, but it wasn't a good idea to get it as the first card. Cause it's, I'm only earning Delta sky miles and it's, they're not worth that much. So with American Express gold card, you can actually transfer your points from the card to Delta. If, if you really care that much about Delta miles, you might as well just get American Express and earn points that you can transfer to multiple airlines. I guess what I'm saying. 
Yeah, it really depends on your goals are. But like, I would say if I had to restart, I think I would get the Chase Sapphire preferred card, like to start with, just because that one you have flexibility with hotels and um, airlines to transfer mm-hmm. them out. But the thing is, it's like you, it also goes back to what your goals are. So like, we just recently did the Southwest Challenge. I actually um, Southwest Companion Pass Challenge. I actually recommend that route too if you know your goal is to fly Southwest for two years almost. So that's way better. That's yeah. a way better route. But for most people, I think the Chase Sapphire preferred route is easier just because it's like the, the first credit card you can get. You can transfer to hotels and airlines versus Southwest. You're kind of stuck with Southwest points. But if you fly Southwest points, I mean, sorry, if you fly Southwest a lot, that doesn't matter because you're going to use the points. You're going to use a credit card. So it's fine. So I think it goes back to what your goals are. So like most people, I would say Chase Sapphire prefer just because of Chase 524 rules. You want a credit card that gives you like airline or hotel options. And then next, I would say like if that's not your primary goal, but your primary goal is just to fly a lot because you have a lot of places that you're going to that fly on Southwest, then the Southwest um, Companion Pass is another good option as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, you know, I do kind of say I always say co-branded cards are don't get them first but that is a good point if you have a specific goal in mind like Southwest Companion Pass then yeah you can you can get that first and then figure out the rest of your plan like you don't need to wait on that if that's something that you know you can benefit from I guess my point is with Delta I thought I would benefit from it and I really and I really didn't yeah for sure like I think um the Southwest um Companion Pass it's very valuable because like you could buy one get one free flights for almost two years so if you get it um early in the year in January when you're um make the 135,000 points and you just right now they have a special promotion I think it ends around December 11th where the personal credit cards are elevated so it's 75,000 points so um Versus like the normal mm-hmm. price, I think it was like 50,000 points or something else before, but you can literally get a personal credit card and then get a business credit card and you'll be set to get Southwest Companion Pass and the cheapest Southwest credit card you can get $69 and then the cheapest one for is $99. So for $168 in annual fees, you can get Southwest Companion Pass for almost two years. So like, yeah, I think that's pretty, pretty good, you know? Because, like, most flights are over, like, $100 or $200 at least. You fly a few flights, then you're set. If you have, like, a partner, a friend, a family member you travel with, that's yeah. an easy win right there. So what was your third credit card that you got? I think it was – this is so long ago. I think it was either, like, oh, You yeah. Promise, I think, because I wanted to get, like, You Promise to save for college. I think that was, like, my third one. But I think I ended up canceling that credit card right after I applied for it because I was like, oh, no, never mind. I don't think I need this or something like that. I remember I signed up for that program because I was like, oh, well, I got to save for college. I have to apply for sco- – I mean, I did do this. I ended up applying to a bunch of scholarships and everything as well. But I was like, oh, well, I yeah. need more money than that because I don't have any money. <laughs> so, like, I was trying to figure out ways to save for college in different ways. But I think I got rid of that credit card, actually, when that happened. Okay, so all those cards that you got were even before college. Well, the You Promise one, I think I got when I was, like, 17 or 18. Oh, okay. But, like, the Chase Sapphire Preferred I got when I was, like, 20-something. Like, I think, I, think, I think that card I got when I was, like, 24 or 25. But, like, I didn't open credit cards for a while. So, like, the Bank of America card, that one lasted me throughout college. And then I think I got the Capital One Student one. I think it was a Student or Quicksilver. The Student, um, it's the red one. Because mm-hmm. I was studying abroad, and then Capital One had no foreign transaction fees on their credit cards. So I got that one. I think it was like the Student or Voyager or something like that. It was It's a red credit card from Capital One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I used that one when I was studying abroad. So I only had like 
two credit cards like when I was in college I had the Bank America one and then I had the Capital One one and I think I got rid of that you promise one like I had afterthoughts about it and I was like oh actually I don't think I want this because I was like too much to manage more than one credit card so I get like canceled it immediately yeah I actually didn't I didn't have any credit cards in college besides being an authorized user on my mom's card I got my first card after like right after I graduated college I got a car loan and then when I was getting the car loan they were like oh do you want a credit card too like you you got approved for it even though your credit score is really low because you have no credit history I was like okay fine so I got a card just to like kind of build my credit and stuff but that was the one I was talking about where I only got one percent cash back and I probably would have been better off getting you know a chase freedom or something or even a discover card discover cards if you're like later in your credit journey I wouldn't recommend getting a Discover card, but if you're early on and you're trying to build credit, that's a good card to build your credit with because they don't, their threshold for accepting people is a little bit lower. So you can, it's a good starter card to use just to build your credit. And you're actually, at least you're earning something. You earn, they call it miles, but it's really not, you're not earning miles that you can transfer to airlines. It's more like a cashback kind of thing that you're earning. Yeah, that makes sense because it's like um, the retail ones are pretty easy to get as well, mm-hmm. retail. So like people, I mean, I think we all have done and we got a retail credit card in some f- shape or form. Whether I have not. Like, for a secret <laughs> for like a free bra or underwear <laughs> or like we've or like pack some like me in high school where you're an authorized <laughs> user for Pacific Sunwear. So, yeah. Like, before. I've never got one. Every I'm like automatic. I have this with a second they say, do you want to open a car? I'm like, no, no. Like I just had that. Resp- automatic response whenever I'm out of the store and they ask me if I want to open a card. Oh, and I think my next one was like Banana Republic because oh like, I was shopping there for I think for Black Friday and they were like, oh, you saved like like a few hundred dollars off your purchase. So I was like, oh, all right. I'm already at the, and I was at the Banana Republic outlet. So I was like, I'm already <laughs> at an outlet. It's already cheap. It's not the normal store. And I could get this credit card too. So I think that was my next one after that too. It was like the retail credit cards. So that was like my first retail credit card by myself. Not the um, the Pacific Somewhere one. That was my mom's card. Would you recommend any yeah. of those retail credit cards to anyone? Oh my gosh. It's like, it's like you look back now. It's like <laughs> whenever I go shopping, I'm like, I have an Amex offer for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would I use the, like, like, whenever I go to Sephora, I'm like, there's an Amex offer on my credit card. So, like, why would I go get a Sephora credit card when there's an Amex offer? And then it's like, you look back now, too, it's like, flus, for example. You can get a Sephora gift card right then and there. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, I get cash back on that. So, it's like, it makes more sense for me to do it that way. And it codes, too. So, it's like... I don't know. It's just like all these funny things you used to do. Yeah. So the answer is no. Just in case you're, people are listening and they're like, oh, Angel got a card to Banana Republic. Should I get a card to Banana Republic? No. <laughs> probably no. <laughs> There's other ways you can save $100 on Banana Republic. And they probably had coupons and stuff you could use anyway. Or other ways you can stack, I'm sure. Yeah. Check your Amex and check your Chase offers. If yeah. you don't have card pointers, that would help you out a lot because it's automatic. It does it really quick. But yeah, if you haven't if you haven't tried card pointers yet, like definitely get on it. You can search for different offers for different stores that you like, but also they will just add all of the offers to your card for you. So you don't have to go and pick and choose which ones you want to add to your card. You just add all of them. That way, when you swipe your card, it's getting used. And it also tells you which is the best card to use at different stores. So if you're interested in that, we do have a link in our show notes for that. You get 30% off. So it's a good deal. We both have it and we find it really helpful. It just saves so much time. See, 
this is the app I wish I had. <laughs> I know. Before. Because right? <laughs> it know. tells you which, which, which store. You can literally point at the store. You can point at the store. Tell yeah. you which credit card it's to augmented use. Augmented reality. And you're shopping on which credit card to use. It's 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 automatic, and then you have all these monthly credits. Like people tell me all the time, like, oh, I didn't know I had GoPuff credits on this credit card. I didn't know I had DoorDash on this Chase Sapphire Reserve card. And I'm like, this app tells you. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have to rem- like if you if you're forgetful, like there you go. Yeah. Like, so it's like it's kind of like funny how we did your first credit card episode. It's like if we had to restart, it's like. The first credit card I would get is like the Chase Sapphire Preferred or Southwest or Southwest Personal or Business Card if you're getting um companion pass. Mm-hmm. But if you're not sure where to start with, like from there, I think those are the top two travel ones I would start off depending on what your goals are. I wouldn't start off with a hotel credit card just because I feel like also it's like the hotel besides like e- like even Hyatt. Hyatt, the sign up bonus is like 30,000 points. So it's not very high. Like your Chase Sapphire Preferred, it's like 60,000 right now, but it usually goes up to 80,000 like last year. So like like 80,000 points and you transfer those points to Hyatt mm-hmm. versus 30,000 points. So it's like, do the math. It's like 50,000 points extra. Yeah. So it's like, you have to think about that too. People don't realize that the Chase Sapphire Preferred card, the, the key is to transfer out your points and stuff. It's, it, I mean, you could book in the bank portal. And I recently did an IG reel about this as well. When I booked my flight to go to Taipei, it was actually 100,000 points extra to book it from to Taipei versus um, in, the, in the transfer partners for Air Canada. I saved over 100,000 points. So mm-hmm. like, it's a, it's really good to look into the transfer partners to see where you're going and everything. And if you're more curious about that stuff too, like we do have the the sneak peek. So make sure you sign up for the VIP list. Oh yeah. Cause we have our whole travel hacking challenge where we went through all of that, all the tools that you need to get the best flight deals and just search all the airlines, all the hotels, all at the same time. And a lot of times, yes, the flexible credit cards are better options for that. I think my first so I the next card I got after Delta Sky Miles card was the United Explorer card, which I still have that one too. It is it's not too bad because you do I mean if you were to use the, the you get a TSA precheck uh slash you get a global entry slash TSA precheck credit on it, which is worth a hundred dollars, and then the actual the annual fee is ninety five dollars, and then you get two club passes. So I ended up since I already have global entry and everything, I just gave that to someone else and I use the club passes and then I usually end up downgrading that card to a United Gateway card, which is a $0 annual fee card. So I, that was the next one I got. And I still, that was, I, that, the next one, finally, it was the Chase Sapphire Reserve, Chase Sapphire Preferred card. And the other thing to consider with when you're getting those flexible points cards, like Chase Sapphire Preferred versus, let's say, a Hyatt card, is the points earning. So Chase Sapphire Preferred, you earn three times points on restaurants, which is great. You can... A lot of time, a lot of my money is spent at restaurants, so that's a, a good one for that. You earn two times points on any kind of travel, whether it's an Uber, a subway ride, uh, a flight, and you also get all those benefits of the trip cancellation and trip delay insurance, all, and and primary rental car insurance as well. So that's something else that's really helpful. And then the next card I got after that was the American Express Gold card, which I I think that's also a good card for beginners. I would still say go for Chase Sapphire Preferred first. But American Express Gold, the reason why it's good for beginners is because you earn four times points on groceries and on restaurants and dining. So 
that one's pretty easy because that's where a lot of people spend their money. So it's just that one's for me. I use that card pretty much every day. So that's that one. I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to close that card. I don't see a re unless for some reason it becomes invaluable, like they make the annual fee $700 or something, then maybe I'd close it. But yeah, for for the time being, I think this is like one of the better better deals for credit cards is that one. It does have a $250 annual fee, but you get $10 in Uber credit every month and then you get $10 in dining credit, which you can use at a couple different places, but I guess the easiest way to use it is with Seamless or Grubhub. So if you are if you do any kind of like meal delivery or takeout or anything, that's an easy way to spend it. And then and then at that point you're really only paying ten dollars. So if you have any credit card offer on that card, which they have a ton of offers, especially if you're using card pointers and tracking them that way, you should be able to make back the annual fee plus earning four times points on dining and groceries. So I think that's another good one. I would say most people should have that card, I think. Yeah, that's one of my favorite credit cards too, just because of the monthly Uber and monthly Grubhub credits. It's so easy to use. So like for me, it's pretty easy to use that credit card. That's probably the next credit card I probably use the most because it's mm -hmm. like 4X dining, 4S US. It's US supermarkets though. So like if you go overseas, it might not be, it's not going to code as 4X. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, wait, for, that's sure for groceries. City, it's... I, for restaurants, it's worldwide, though. Yeah, yeah, for, for, for groceries, I mean. But yeah. I think City Premier, it still codes as 3X, though. City Premier still codes as 3X for groceries, though, if you're abroad, too. Yeah, I think City is the only one also that codes for 3X as gas if you're abroad, which is, like, there's not yeah. really any I that, that do that. that. True. Yeah, so a lot of times with credit card offers, like, the, you can't use the Uber credit abroad, for American Express, which is kind of annoying, but I mean, for me, I use Uber enough that like I will spend it. Don't worry, <laughs> but yeah, that one can be kind of tricky. So, um, City Premier, I think that was one of the next cards I got. I think well, first I got the American Express Platinum right after I got the Gold, and then I got the City Premier card because I was like, I'm gonna get all. I'm gonna make sure I max out all of my categories, and I needed a, a good card for gas. So that's my that's my gas card is City. Yeah, so you see how, like, Mackenzie's kind of strategizing it. She's, like, looking at, like, starting at the starter card. So, like, Chase Sapphire Preferred is a good starter card. She's also looking at what things she spends the most money on. So, like, food, for example. So, mm -hmm. it's, like, restaurants and for um, dining. Um, restaurants and so dining. So, restaurants. And then um, groceries. So, that would be Amex Gold. And you look at gas. So, that's usually the, the right order to approach things, too. Like, you want to get a credit card where you get the most points on. Just because, like, let's say, like, you're getting a travel credit card. You're getting Amex Platinum. But that's, like, 5X on the airlines. It's 1X at the grocery store. So, you don't want to use that credit card there. Even though it has, like, it's, it's such a perception, too. People are like, oh, well, the higher annual fee, it's probably better credit card, too. But it's like, no. It's based yeah. on the spending category of that credit card. It's not about the annual fee. You can, your Amex Platinum, your Amex Gold card, um, membership rewards will still be compiled together you don't have to worry about that it'll be compiled together it's gonna be together yeah my my American Express Platinum bill every month is literally just whatever credits I'm using like so whatever the digital credit or whatever it's literally just that and then I have an auto pay and then I, I don't put anything else on that card it's I really just use it for that I don't even use it for flights because the insurance that you get with the Chase Sapphire Preferred is better so even though I'm only earning 2x two times points per dollar spent on travel, which includes airlines with the Chase Sapphire Preferred. I still use that card instead of the, the American Express Platinum because you just get better deals, especially if you're flying one-way flights. Because with 
Amex, you need to have it booked. You need to pay full price and have it booked for a round trip in order to qualify for the insurance that you get for if there's any issues in your trip but with chase you just have to pay a portion of your trip so i'd rather i'd rather have the peace of mind with that i mean i'm the risk taker so i i would take it so like one of the things that um, amex platinum doesn't have is the trip um bag delay Mm -hmm. the bag delay i believe it's on um chase chase cards but it's not on the amex cards for baggage delay yeah so if your bag gets stuck somewhere i mean my bag got stuck somewhere one time but i was going home so it didn't really affect me that much and JetBlue still, again, I'm giving a $200 voucher, so it still worked out. So it was okay. Yeah. I mean, it just depends. Like, if I will use the Amex card if I'm paying taxes and fees on a flight for that I have selected as my airline for the $200 airline credit. But usually for flights like that, I'm like, okay, I'm not checking any bags. If my flight gets delayed or something, I'm going somewhere where it's not a big deal. But if I'm going to somewhere like Europe or Asia or something, it has to be on Chase Sapphire Preferred because something is could very easily go wrong and completely ruin the trip if if you have to cancel something yeah i think for me i'm fine with using am i like kind of like your results may vary mm-hmm. like you know it depends on how much risk you want to have like the chase sapphire preferred cards and then reserve cards and then you prefer they have slightly better travel protections than the amex platinum does and also the amex platinum it doesn't have the auto collision damage waiver as a primary it's on the chase Sapphire preferred and reserve and that you preferred where it's the primary one so it's secondary so just keep that in mind as well so like I use mostly the Amex Platinum for airlines though so let us know what you thought about this episode you if you want to review more details about our other credit cards we can give you the full like scoop we might actually give that if you sign up for the the VIP list and be the first to know when our our bundle comes out so yeah let us know so what Angel's hinting at is we're going to do a session where we go through all of the credit cards that we have in our wallet and the reasons why. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely sign up for that VIP list because you guys will be the first to know when we are doing that. And you might be the only ones who get a chance to get in on that as well. So definitely sign up in our link in the show notes. And if you enjoyed the episode this week, make sure you leave a five-star review. We really appreciate that. It really helps us to know what you liked in the show, what we can add to the show. And it helps us with our challenges so that we can get sponsors for them as well so that we can do them for free. And also, if you have any questions, don't forget, we do have our bougie mailbag. So if you have a question like relating to something we can talk about like this, like what, you know, what were our first credit cards, those kind of things, we're happy to answer those. You can just drop them in our bougie mailbag. It's a Google Doc. <laughs> it sounds like it's so fancy, I know. Yeah. But- <laughs> It's bougie in the backpack way, a Google Doc. No fancy website or anything. It's the bougie in the backpack way. And um, also speaking of that, um, we'll show you what our first credit cards were, or our current credit cards, and also what credit cards we want to get next. So I know people ask me all the time, like, well, what about 524? What are you preparing for? What kind of other things that you look for based on the credit cards you have? So we will, we will be both going over what credit cards we're eyeing next just because of Chase 524 rules. So if you kind of want a sneak peek of like the strategy of why we would pick this credit card over another credit card just because different credit cards they have different rules so some credit cards you get again in 24 months some could get again in 48 months some you could get lifetime so only once per lifetime so it kind of depends on which credit card you sign up for so we're going to go over like what we would based on those different types of rules so we'll see